I don't want to lead when I am with a realtor or anybody else. That person needs to have high, high, high information about their business. But if I keep giving them like marketing strategies, then we are not a good fit. Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. Welcome back, everyone. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Invest Her Show. Excited about today's topic, right? And Jessa, what are we talking mm. about? Should we work with a realtor? Mm. <laughs> it's controversial. I like controversial themes. So yes. we can get into a debate here, especially when Liz and I don't agree. Love it. All right. Before I get into the pros and cons of working with a realtor, let's hear a word from our sponsors. You're trying to close on your next rental. So why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Hey guys, it's Liz. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to remind you that time is running out and you have four weeks left to get your ticket to InvestorCon 2024, the number one premier conference for women in real estate. It's happening from June 2nd to 4th in Austin, Texas. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit investhercon.com today and use the code 100podcast to get $100 off your ticket. That's investher, H-E-R, con.com and use the promo code 100podcast to get $100 off your ticket. Well, Liz, we have many controversial subjects. I don't think we disagree on this one. Thank goodness. Otherwise, <laughs> you guys are going to see like a freaking fight happening here. <laughs> So, so the question here is, should you work with a realtor? And there's no doubt in my mind, and I think you will agree with that. Otherwise, interrupt me and say, hell no, don't speak about, about that. The question is not, should you work with a realtor? I don't think that's the real question. There's no doubt in my mind that every single investor should work with realtors, several of, of, of them, the question is, which one should you work with? And that's what I want to dissect here a little bit more. Because I think, Liz, at the beginning, right? And many of you might relate to it. We, we do a great job finding the property, running the numbers, get the rehab, good to go. And then list with uh, a realtor that you probably, if you're like me, you probably wrote the listing uh, description or <laughs> collaborated right with it. You talked to the 
photographer, you vetted the pictures and you made sure it was all good to go. And then it crossed in my head, wait a minute, it's sold in two days. I can do that. Sure. I'm going to get a license, right? Many people might say, why am I paying the commission, right? Mm-hmm. And it did cross my mind in the past. Although I do have my license, I do not want to be a realtor. That's a full-time job. I think I sold one property to a friend of mine and I was like, for the love of God. And it's just so nice. I mean, I love it's you, Angesa. So nice. I, I really do love you dearly. I uh. love you dearly. I just cannot see you being a realtor. You'd be like, what are you? I, I just could not, like, honestly, no. like, it's just not going to be my top five things that you should, I shouldn't, no. I'll never tell you to be a realtor. I'm sorry. I'll tell you not Imagine to. me being a freaking realtor, getting to a house and people say, I don't like this color. I say, there's no way. Oh, the, the freaking color. Forget no. about it. So my friend, she was, she's so nice. Right. And I think I saw two or three properties. That was enough for me. <laughs> I was like, this one here, I will go for this one because of this, this, and that. Like, there's no nothing to, why are we still looking for anything? It was a, it was a great deal. It was a, I think we got lucky also, right? Because I was like, yeah, I can't make it. Yeah. I cannot make a, a fifth house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We talk <laughs> about it. But that being said, right? It did cross, it did cross my mind that I could do my own deals. The question became, is there where I want to spend my time? Is there where I should spend my time? Is that the best of my ability? The answer is very clear. No, no, I don't want to go to open houses during the weekends. I don't want to show houses to several people. I I just don't want to have conversations. No, the answer is no. So instead of thinking, if that's crossing your mind, instead of thinking, I can save money. I think that I wouldn't say wrong, but that's not where the attention or the thought process should be. Where you should invest your time. That's the question to to ask. Mm. That being said, Liz and I, I think we got really, really good at understanding who we want to do business with. Yeah. And the value that an agent brings to the table, right? Exactly. We want we want to know that. So I want to share with with you guys here what can you do in order to to vet who you're working with and and observe what comes around because it's all about the psychology. It's not oh, I I I saw this, I met this person at a networking event. She or he seems very lovely, friendly. We get along like none of this qualify. I am sorry, right? None of that qualify a realtor, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Just a quick disclaimer there. <laughs> so I'm going to share with you guys here five, five strategies that I would highly recommend for you to go through in order to find the right person to work with with you. So the first thing that Liz and I do is we research the area and we look at who are the top sellers here. I want to work with those who are the deal makers, the movers and shakers in the the area. I don't want to spend my time with nobody else but the top five. And then I get in contact with them. 
And then I go to the second tip, which is schedule a meeting with them. And Liz, do you remember one of our deals that we did that? And I think one, one of them was late. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that one's uh, already out. Where's the no button? Uh, That's already out. Yeah. And that is a no negotiable for, for me. Think about it. Like a surgeon. A surgeon is running late for a heart surgery. That cannot happen. A realtor being late to an appointment, to me, is the same thing. That cannot happen. It's your business. It's well, your, your first reputation. one, right? You've never met them before. This is your time to enroll. This is your time to sell yourself on the quality of your being an agent, right? And then you show up late. That's a, that's a no-no. Listen, I, and I get it. Because you might, guys might be thinking, all the realtors like, you don't know what I had to go through to arrive <laughs> on time or what the hell, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Things might happen. And when it happens, you give people a heads up. But one thing that you cannot build is a reputation of being late. That's different. Being late as a one off, that's different than you are constantly being laid across the board. And you know who you are if you're listening here. You're not just late to appointments, you're just late to everything else. Yes, I am judging. <laughs> I am judging because you're going to miss an opportunity to do business with an investor if you do that. If that's important, don't waste anybody's time. Arrive on time and on time is about 15 minutes earlier, in my opinion. You can't you can be prepared running late. I, it doesn't add up to me, right? So when somebody is late and did not give a heads up and did not apologize, first thing before saying hello, I apologize. Thank you for waiting. Like that's like the bare minimum to, to me. And then you got to make it up, right? If you, if you still <laughs> make a, you got to make it up and you can't be late or any anything else. Otherwise, it's just like a, a, a no-no. So let's talk about the third thing. I don't think I, I asked those questions, Liz, about marketing before. As yeah. I really want to know now when they talk about marketing, I want to know the needy greedy of what it is that they are referring to. What? Are, how are you different from everybody else here? Show me, send me, email me a proposal for your marketing campaign. And I want to know by bullet point. I don't want to know, yeah, we're going to use all our resources in our database. Vague, vague. What do you mean resources? What channels are you talking about? What do you mean by database? How many people you're talking about? Tell me that you have the clientele in your database that is the avatar that is going to buy my property. Otherwise, mm-hmm. we're just fluffing. I don't do fluff, right? I don't do fluff. And I need to understand, besides you, who is part of your team? Who am I going to be dealing with? Because I don't know about you, Liz, but have you had experiences where you thought that you were hiring that person, but then you ended up talking to an assistant or to a junior level? Have you had that experience? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that 
And then you kind of feel blindsided, right? Because what you agreed to is different than the experience you're having with the team. It's a big gap. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, but you, I'm going to be the front, but they're going to take care of different things. Well, so let's clear that up from the, the beginning. The most important thing that I would say, 100%, I want to, I, I think all realtors that are scaling and doing bigger deals, they have to have an assistant. They have to have a team. I, I completely agree that about that. I don't care about the admin por- portion of it or who's the, the closing or none of that. What I really care about is that who's going to negotiate on my behalf. And that is that is my, the most important thing. Mm. And I want to talk about that. How do you normally negotiate? What is your style of negotiation? I want to understand. Otherwise, I'm going to get like freaking frustrated if the person that I'm talking to and I are not on the same page. And I, I just want to do a disclaimer here. I I don't want to lead when I am with a realtor or anybody else. I don't. I want to be led. In order for me to be led, that person needs to have high, high, high information about their business and really get a, have a pulse and show me that they have a pulse on it. But if I keep giving them like marketing strategies, then we are not a good fit, 100%. The last tip that I would say, last strategy, it's one of the most important of, of all. Setting the right expectations up front. What do I mean by that? When I'm going to hear from you, is hearing from you by an email at the end of the week in terms of, oh, this is the progress or this is where we are at with showings and offers and how can I, ex- what, are, what, are, what are we shaking hands over here? Are we going to discuss offers? What is our bare minimum? Like, what are you authorized to negotiate so you don't, quote unquote, have to bother me with small items, right? What what do I prefer in terms of reports if we're doing business for several properties? How can you organize that? I think that, you know, setting expectations is yeah. the right thing. I don't want to get a call at 8, 8 p.m. I don't. Unless it's, there's blood or what is it? Is it blood or fire? Or blood <laughs> both or both? fire <laughs> unless it's that the offer can wait next until until in the in the morning i don't want to be discussing that during dinner what are your non-negotiables with yeah i think i think establishing boundaries is key um i mean if they're working for they're working with us um i think having that upfront conversation because re- I, I think naturally agents are going to be so they're going to want to serve and they're going to do it all. And they work on the weekends. Right. So, so, so saying that, you know, the nine to five, most agents don't really work from. So we know that obviously. And I'd say, you know, I think, I think a big boundary for me is how people give me information when realtors and agents send me text messages with a bunch of print and, and, Mm. and, and verbiage. (laughs) Like I just, I can't see it. Number one, because I'm freaking old. Number two, I'm like, then I'm like onto something else. I'm like, I, I want that information like in an email so I can read it when I have time to read it because I'm not 
sourcing deals all the time. I'm, I, you know, I have multiple, multiple um, focuses in my life. So that's a, that's a boundary that I need to start sharing. I, I have a call with a realtor on Joseph for the project we're working on. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the boundaries I'm going to share with them. Listen, yeah. I, I really don't want information sent to me via text. If it's heavy text uh, or, you know, because that's a boundary that, that would yeah. be one of the biggest things for me right now. And then obviously, um, you know, I'm not gonna be as quick to get back to people nights and weekends. It's just usually family time. One thing that I would also say, we had this conversation in another uh, one of our masterminds list with our um, EXP team. We want our realtors to have boundaries as well. Yes. I don't want to work with a realtor that is available at all times. Agreed. I really don't. I do value professionals that have boundaries. They're clear with those boundaries. They share those boundaries and expectations. It, it tells me that they are very serious about it. People that are available at all times have little value to me. They don't understand the value of time. Therefore, they don't value themselves. So why yeah. should I? Yeah. So I, I, we had this conversation with, with our team and we say, okay, Let's establish what are your boundaries. So what I'm sharing here is our boundaries with all of you listening, but we encourage all the realtors that are listening and the investors that are listening, like put put it on paper. What are your boundaries? And if you don't have one, hmm, pause, (laughs) create, create them. As you level up, you are going to do business with people who have boundaries, who have very clear expectations. And you might be thinking that it might be weird that they're setting the boundaries. The boundaries, my boundary has nothing to do with anybody else but myself. And same thing for, for you. Your boundaries are yours. It doesn't, it's not to prevent me or anybody else to affect you. It's about you respecting you, your time, and the life that you want to live. And we stand for that. Okay, share with us on our Facebook group community. What are your boundaries? Do you have one? Do you have a hard time setting those boundaries? Thank you so much for for listening. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.